0: Welcome to the podcast of Laughing Through It. I'm your host, Brandy Milam. Remember, this podcast is unfiltered and unedited. So, how is everyone? I am doing, I guess, okay. I've had a few days of feeling good. Um, I know some of you don't understand what that means because I haven't really gotten into um, any of the health issues that I have had since last year, um, I will get into that. I just don't want this to be overwhelming, and we only talk about the health issues. But I'll give you a little backstory. story. Uh, March of 2021, I had these, these nods in my neck, and they were... A couple of them was protruding out, and I'd had them for probably six months, and I am not the person that typically goes to the doctor. Um, I pay for insurance, but don't use it. Kind of stupid, right? So anyways, I finally went, because you could see them, and um, went to the doctor, and he sent me to a specialist, and let me say this specialist was a quack he said if it didn't turn out to be cancer he was just gonna leave him in and i was like no you're gonna take him out or i'm gonna cut him out myself i'll youtube that shit and he laughed at me and i left that office and never came back and then i asked for a different referral and i found this great doctor in tulsa and he was great and he's still he is still great he went ahead and removed it. It did come back, cancer, and then there, um, the journey starts. The story of my life. Uh, it's been, um, this has been painful. I've had some great days. I've had some low days, some real low days, and um, I've had some wins and I've had setbacks that I, I just couldn't believe that I could have Um, at this moment right now. I'm probably in my biggest setback. And uh, I'm just, don't know how long it'll be in a setback. But this journey has broken me in so many ways that there have been moments that I didn't think I would be able to put the pieces back together and to be honest i am definitely not back together the pieces are definitely not fitting right anymore but i do know that it's all going to come together eventually there may be some cracks that may not mend together but i'm going to learn from them cracks you know as broken as I am, I'm trying to become a better person and understand why I'm going through this journey, period. And this journey has allowed me to meet some amazing people. It's allowed me to meet some people that um, if I ever find them, I would probably let the air out of all of their tires. At the time, I had said more to them. I had threatened them because I felt like they were trying to kill me. But make a name from their self and be on medical journals. But I felt like I was going to have to die for that to happen. And, yeah, I had some choice words for um, a special doctor from Houston. Uh, Let's just say that if I end up in Houston, y'all might hear a podcast about me coming out of jail. (laughs) I'm joking. Um, I'm going to let this go. I will always remember that doctor because her only idea of being successful was to make sure the part of cancer that she came up for was cured, and it didn't matter that the radiation that she was giving me, liquid radiation, by the way, that she was giving me for my treatments was killing me because it was making the tumors and things spread, Um, and when I found out, I was livid. So you'll get to know, the more you hear my podcast, you'll get to know that I am a pretty straightforward person. I usually say what I want, and sometimes that gets me in trouble because I don't think about it, and then I say stuff, and then I've done put my foot in my mouth. Hell, I done put both foots in the mouth and maybe a hand, too. And when I found out that she basically was like, well, I'm curing the part that I was supposed to be curing, Brandy, and um, pretty much she didn't care about the rest, I told her from across the room that she should never feel safe. She should always look around her shoulder because I'll always be watching and I'll take into my dying breath to make sure she loses her medical license Um, I would like to say that she may not have lost her medical license but she is no longer working at the place where she was employed when she was on my um, treatment plan so that's to me is a win because she was horrible and then um, an investigation happened and Uh, they realized that I was not the only case that she had done that to. There had been others. So um, I felt like I got justice on that. So it worked for me. Cheer for me. Now, like I said, I've had some ups and downs even from when that was going on. I have learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about how cancer comes and goes and how it can come back, how it can come back within months and um, how fast certain chemical mixes can help your treatment but be hurting something else in your body. I didn't realize how much thinking had to go into um, treatment for someone that was in cancer. A little backstory: My mother um, died at 45, uh, 21 years ago, uh, from, colon, from complications from colon cancer. And uh, you would have never known a day in her life that she had cancer she did not allow us to see that hurt and pain and suffering unless you caught her off guard and came over to the house and her not knowing it uh my father also had cancer but uh he survived his throat cancer and he he's you know he was living up until last year uh, he died of COVID in February, and then I got my cancer diagnosis in March of last year. So it's been a hell of a ride since February when my father passed away. Uh, I still haven't really dealt with that. Um, I, I, I don't know. I'll eventually get there, maybe. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. You know, grief comes in its own package. You know, my mother's been dead 21 years, like I said before, and there's days that I'm still, still, you know, grieving that death. Uh, You know, I I grieved my dog Smokey's death that when she passed away in 2016, well, we had to put her asleep, and she had some issues, some kidney issues, and I find myself still looking for Smokey at the house, and this is not even a house that. I lived in when we had that dog. Um, So, you know, death is real. No one person is going to treat death the same way. You're you're not going to have the same experience as another person. You're not going to grieve the same way. And what I've also learned is, especially through this process of cancer, some days you don't want to hear how strong you are or you're going to make it. Some days you don't you just don't want to hear that. Some days you could just sit in a room with me and not say nothing. And that's saying mountains of things. You know, I've I've tried my best to not lose my temper, not get mad, not get angry. In front of my wife, my son, you know, my family, my tribe. But some days it's hard. Some days it's hard not to be mad at how things are going in life. There's days where I, just like I'm done. It's over. I don't want to do this no more. Because it's rough. And. It takes a lot out of you. Um, I am happy to say that by the God I believe in, Jesus Christ, that I love dearly, I have been able to work. I haven't been able to do much else, but I have been able to work. And luckily, my job has allowed me to work from home. So um, if I do feel bad, I can take a break here and there. I don't take many breaks because I feel like my job is also helping me to survive. It's helping me to get through because it's keeping me busy on those days that I really don't want to think about it. And I have a lot of those days where I don't want to think about it. And I'm assuming that anyone that's listening has had someone that's went through cancer. Cancer's not pretty. Cancer is real ugly, and um, you you need people, whereas, you know, I was like, I don't, but you do, you need people around you that love you and support you, you need those people, as much as you say that you don't need them, you need them, you do not know what they're going to say or do that may lift you up just enough to get you through that day. So make sure you have a support team, and if you don't reach out to the community, there's all kind of special groups for people that's going through cancer or going through any illness. Just know that they will be people that will surround themselves around you, and I'm so thankful for my wife, Misty, for my son, Jax, um, my mother-in-law, Dale my father-in-law, Tom, my sister, Christy, and my nieces and nephews, my Aunt Margaret, um, my tribe, Tiffany and Jen, and their families. They have really just been there. Um, I have some special people that I can't say their names, uh, but when they're listening, they'll know who they are. I know I have not, survive this long without them so I thank them you know I have so many other friends my job my friends at my job I just really appreciated the love that I have felt for them because they love me enough so um, I have one friend Her her name's Brenda, she, last year of August of 2021, she, she called it the month of fun for Brandy. She sent me a gift almost every other day of just fun things to bring me a smile. And um, she sent me this one thing. And I don't know if you know these, but they're called sea monkeys. So let me tell you about these little creatures. So you get this packet. It comes with like a little water tank. And it comes with this packet of food. But then you're like, well, where, where do you get the sea monkeys at? Oh, but it comes with another packet. You open it up. You put that packet in the water. And I think you steer it around or something like that. And in a few days, you have these little creatures ...that are crawling around in the water. Like, what the fuck? This package... ...that you poured into the water... ...made these creatures. So, this box that I got... ...from Brenda... ...for a special day of fun... ...has probably been sitting on a shelf... ...somewhere for years... ...just waiting for... ...Brenda to buy it for me... ...and for me to open up the package... And put this mixture in the water, and a few days later, you get these little sea monkeys. That to me, they look like little crabs. That's what it, or little lice, lice. That's what it looks like, lice. But it was mind blowing that it made a living thing. It it is just crazy. I I mean, she sent me so many other things. It's so cool. But she's not the only one. I have had plenty of people, um, just be be there, and I just love love them for it. I have a great uh, surrounding of people, and I think you have to have that going through something as emotional and toll of of this disease. You know, cancer knows no names. It knows no people. It just knows that today's your day. Today you get diagnosed with it. Um, it it's hard. Uh, but my probably my most vulnerable day was the first time I had to cut my hair. Um, I prided myself for years um, with my long hair always wanted to make sure it stayed long. I am not a girly girl by any means, but I felt like my hair gave me that girlness. Obviously, that is not true that I am learning now. But um, then I just felt like my hair was what made me girly. Um, But that was the hardest day for me at that time was cutting my hair off and my tribe stepped up and they made it fun. They made me feel good. They made me feel loved. They made me feel pretty, even though I don't think I am. And I definitely didn't think I was pretty when, you know, The thing that I thought that made me pretty was getting cut off. But, like I said, I am trying to learn more about myself and trying to be better. And I know now that, obviously, hair doesn't make pretty. It can be like makeup, to help you look prettier or insinuate your pretty, side, pretty face or hair qualities. But it doesn't make you. Because now I've, I've had to cut my hair off twice. And, and it's hard. But as hard as that day was to cut my hair off, I realized that when they first shaved my head back in May, I believe, of 2021, I didn't know I would be sitting here today telling you I'm not growing my hair back because my hair didn't make who Brandy is. It didn't make Brandy any prettier because Brandy's learned how to angle her phone or put her hat the right way or wear her beanie the certain way or fluff her hair that she has now the correct way and damn I make a great selfie I mean I really do I mean if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram I'm telling you there there's no way that you can't tell me my selfies ain't fire because I believe they're fire and that's the only thing that matters to me i mean well let me take that back that's not the only thing that matters to me i do want people to think "Ooh, look at her yowza dang she's looking good for a middle aged woman little lesbian walking by little fat lesbian walking by but she looking good um i want that i do but like i said i'm learning about myself and what i'm learning about myself is that i should make myself feel good about me It shouldn't be about other people making me feel good. I should feel good about me for me. So I'm doing that. So I know I look good. With hair, without hair, you know, I'm catch. Obviously, Misty caught me in 24, 2004, no, 2004. And we've been going. Um, Misty is a lot some days to take in. But she's mine. She has stood beside me and she's stepped up to the plate like no other. Like, she has been the best spouse that anyone could ask for. She is, um, she's been everything. I don't share a lot with Misty. I don't, let's be honest, I don't share a lot with a lot of people. I don't get deep down in my emotions and I'm sure that has a lot to do with the way I was raised Um, that's a different story and another time but I'm thankful for Misty I'm thankful for the person that she is I'm thankful from the background that she comes in Misty has a background There's her parents are still married after 46 years, 47 years, something like that. And who can say that their parents are still married together and actually like each other and love each other? And I mean, 2022, twenty it's hard to say that. So she had a very um, good upbringing. I mean, obviously there was things, you know, here and there that every family has, but they they raised her good, and I'm so happy about that. She's um, a great person, and she carried that on into adulthood. Um, I know I wouldn't be where I am today without her, and I love her to no end, and I would give her whatever I could give, whatever she desired if I have a way to give it to her. She's definitely my rock, and then I have this little munchkin, and his name is Jax, and he is my world. He is so considered and loving. We went on vacation this year, um, got it approved from my doctor, and and we we went on this vacation, and so we're there and. In the past, we could go 14 hours doing things. And, but now that we have this cancer journey and it just takes a toll on me, I couldn't do all the things I could do. And we'd have to return to the hotel room sooner than later. And I would just apologize to Jack so much. And he's like, Mama, it's okay. You, you came. We've had fun together today. You've done everything that you needed to do today. So it's okay if we have to go back to the hotel and not do this other thing. This is what we're doing, and I'm having fun, and I'm thankful that I get to be your son. I'm thankful I get to be your son and hang out with you. I'm thankful I get to be your son and get to go on vacation, and you get to show me things. He said, but, Mom, at the end of the day, you're here, and that's what's important. I mean, I just love that kid. He's, he's just awesome. Well, I guess I've taken up enough of y'all's time. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign off today. Until next time, I remember this is Laughing Through It with Brandy Milam. Until next time, I'm going to holler and be on out. Kisses.